0: Save your seat now at com. That's com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. You're listening to the Gold Digger podcast, episode number 279. If you're tuning in today, there's a good chance that you're wondering, am I really cut out for this? Maybe you're thinking, can I truly be successful at doing what I love? And sure, there will always be those doubtful days. But today, I want for you to tune in and hear if you've really got what it takes in order to find true success. Now, I I give away my secrets freely, like the Gold Digger podcast was created specifically so that I could share my tips and tricks and and offer advice from other experts to help you get to where you want to go. And my goal is to impact the masses. And for me, that looks like holding nothing back. Like, it's funny, I've been asked before, aren't you afraid someone's gonna copy you? Aren't you nervous someone will take your roadmap to success and that there's not really enough to go around? I shed that scarcity mindset long ago. I approached my business and this podcast with an abundance mindset. There's enough to go around for me and for you. More on that in just a little bit. And there's one thing that I know for sure, it doesn't matter if I give you every step laid out in an easy to follow roadmap, because there are a few key factors that come from deep inside us, things you already possess. And as an individual, that will determine if you'll be successful. Today, I'm walking you through five things that will determine if you'll be successful. The five intrinsic factors that will lead you to reaching that big God dream on your heart. If your heart is in it, if you're doing exactly what you're meant to do, these things will come naturally. And listen up, they may not all exist inside of you at the same time. Maybe they come and go as the work gets harder or the rewards get closer, but use this episode as a gut check. Am I in this for real? We're talking all about success today. All the external factors aside, will you be successful? Let's get into it.
1: you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. To kick this off, confidence will impact your level
0: of success. If you're thinking, oh, crap, I don't know if this is for me. I don't know if I'm confident. Don't tune out. Don't shut this show off. I need you to show up and be confident in every sense of the word. So confident that you can look inward when the outside world is shouting at you and think, don't worry, I got this. It's easier said than done though, right? Have we ever lived in a more comparison prone time than we live in right now? Like we're able to see the finished products from our peers and perfect strangers posted in these polished squares on Instagram. Then we look back at our mess, our work in progress dream that isn't quite ready to see the light of day. And we want to say, what's the point of all of this? Your ability to tune out the world and ditch the comparison factor will set you up for success and serve you time and time again in your journey. It's hearing the world calling you out, feeling that pull of Instagram and other platforms perfectly poised to put you in a comparison mindset. And instead of falling victim, you put your head down and create. You lean into the fact that there is only one you and no one can do things quite like you do. Just like working out, you'll strengthen this muscle over time, the muscle that keeps your eyes focused straight ahead on what you're doing, not what Girlfriend Next Door is doing. And as your dream or goal weighs on your heart and your mind, you'll have no other focus than making your dreams your reality, not someone else's dreams or their version of success, but the one defined by you and only you. If you catch yourself always looking away from the task at hand, not totally invested in the work and consuming more than you've created, take a step back. Like, why are you doing this? Why is this your dream above all other things? Can you answer those questions with confidence? Like, evaluate what you are doing and ask, am I doing this because it's my big goal? Or am I doing this just to be like everyone else? Let me share a quick story of this that maybe you can relate to. I remember scrolling Instagram one day and I saw another wedding photographer post some whimsical photos of a wedding in Paris. And I remember immediately I was jealous. Like I saw green and I thought to myself, why am I not shooting weddings in Paris? Like that's a true sign that you've quote made it. Now, I let that thought brew and my not enoughness sink in. And then I have this CTJ, like a come to Jesus moment. And ever since then, this is what I do when I start to feel jealousy or comparisonitis creeping in. I sit down and write down the thing that made me feel less than like I give it the attention it is asking for. I bring it into the light. I write it down. Now, this example was a wedding in Paris. So I wrote that down. And then I wrote down a list of things that that person had to do in order to get to that point. Because let me tell you, I know better than anyone else that overnight success is simply not a thing. Now, that photographer, they had to sit on a plane for about 10 hours and haul expensive camera gear on their back. They had to secure a work visa. They had to navigate an unfamiliar city and spend all day working instead of enjoying. They had to commit to at least three to five days away from their family. And heck, they might have discounted their rates just to get a cool opportunity like that, but they still have the same amount of work that I do when I shoot a wedding. I remember sitting there and thinking, well, dang, like my backyard Wisconsin wedding is amazing. Like I can sleep in my own bed. I don't have to pay for an expensive work visa. I can be home with my family the next day. And my bottom line was highly profitable. Like suddenly I don't even really want a Paris wedding anymore. And so what are the things that are leaving you to feel like you're doing not enough or the things that threaten to steal your confidence away, write them down and then write down the steps that you'll have to take in order to reach that goal. And if you're simply not willing to do them, it doesn't mean that you're less than it means that maybe that was never your true version of success to begin with. I mean, I do this all the time now when I see people that have these impressive awards or accolades, I sit down and reverse engineer everything that they had to do to get to that point. And 99% of the time, I am not willing to do those steps. And then it kind of leaves me like cheering them on like, bravo, you just did all this stuff like I am a driven person and I wouldn't even do that. Now, my confidence has played the biggest role in my success because each day I have to make that decision to step into my truth, step into my strengths and to honor them. And the same goes for you. Now, after confidence comes discipline and consistency. The next factor that's going to determine your success is your discipline and consistency. So can you set a goal and actually stick to it? Think about the promises that you've made to yourself and your audience at the very start of your journey. What was it that you set out to do or what will you do that proves that your audience can depend on you? Did you know that for four years straight, I blogged Monday through Friday, five days a week, every single week, and I never missed a single post. Yes, I just did the math. That's 1,040 blog posts written. I never missed a single day talk about discipline and consistency. I mean, I probably wouldn't recommend that to anyone now. And I do things a lot differently. If I could go back, I mean, I just did an episode, episode 271, all about blogging, but dang, talk about how consistent I was like, that's amazing. And consistency can pay off. Now in the two and a half years since we started this podcast, I have never missed a single episode. This twice weekly show rolls on even when life gets busy. Heck, I took a true three month long maternity leave and the show aired as it always did twice a week on Mondays and Wednesdays, serving up the same quality content that we did pre Conley. When I look at my past and try to pinpoint what has helped me become successful, it is this creating consistency in my life and proving to myself that I can keep those promises that I make to myself and others that I am worthy of that commitment. How many times have you started something or gotten excited about something and then you never followed through? It makes you feel like super crappy, right? Like, what is wrong with me? Why can't I do what I say I'm going to do? This isn't your fatal flaw, but it is something that you should acknowledge. Challenge yourself this week write down in specific terms what you want to do in the next seven days to move you forward and closer to your dream. If you want to run a successful income generating blog, maybe you'll decide to post two times a week, announce it on social media, text a best friend, tell your family, put it out into the world for some external accountability, and then get to work. If midweek on week two, you're already dragging your feet, dreading the task you set for yourself, it's a sign that maybe this just isn't the right goal. Maybe it's time to reevaluate what you want, because if you can't create a habit over the next 30 days doing what you love or what you're passionate about, then maybe this entrepreneurial pursuit might not be for you. Because if I've learned anything, entrepreneurship is a marathon, not a sprint. It's a slow grow and you want to be in it for the long haul. In fact, you have to be in it for the long haul in order to be a true success. And maybe for you, it's just that life is getting in the way. I'm not saying like drop your entire dream if that twice a week posting schedule is beyond reach for you right now and you're not taking the steps you said you would. Take some time to evaluate, get creative, potentially outsource, whatever it takes. But really take a look at that promise that you made and the bandwidth you've had. And if it's really moving you closer to the actual goal you have in sight. Take inventory here because I've always held the thought that if you want something, you will find a way to make it happen. You'll find the resources, the energy, and the discipline to work towards your end result. Discipline and consistency are key. So what can you commit to and keep that promise? Start there. Now, this next one, I love it. Owning your oneness. We've already talked about the comparison game. So this might seem a little contradictory, but do you know what sets you apart from everyone else? If you compare everything from your offer to your big overarching why, can you point out with certainty what makes you you? A determining factor of success is your ability to own your oneness, your uniqueness. This really boils down to the traits only you possess and the why behind what you're doing. I want you to ask yourself why a million times, like keep asking yourself why, 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 why until you're blue in the face, like the toddler who is endlessly curious about the color of the sky or how birds take flight. Try this little exercise. I recommend good old pen and paper and answer these questions here who do you want to serve and above else who will you serve with your product service or offer now why why is it important to serve this group of humans do you identify with your ideal client have you seen the benefits firsthand of whatever it is you're selling why would you be doing your audience a disservice by not showing up why finally Are these things that you've discovered the things that set you apart from everyone else? Are they visible when I meet you or when I find you online? If you've carved out a little corner of the internet and made it your home, how would I tell you apart from someone else who might have something similar to offer? Being able to speak to your oneness also helps with the confidence struggle and almost makes you immune to the comparison fatigue I talked about earlier, because when you know your own secret sauce, it is so much easier to look past what others are doing and to dig deeper into what makes you you. I remember when I first started my photography business years and years ago, I was finally making a website and I remember spending days studying other people's websites. I was taking notes on what they charged and how they said things and what their sites looked like. Like I spent so much time looking at everyone else and there was this deep desire to just blend in because I was struggling big time with imposter syndrome. All I wanted to do was blend in so that no one could call me out and say, you don't know what you're doing. And so my site, it looked like everyone else's. My bio read like other photographers. In fact, you probably couldn't see many differences between me and everyone else except for price. After about two years of running a business like this, I realized this is such a disservice to me and to my potential clients. They have to know why I'm different. They have to read it and feel it and trust it when they land here. I put my head down and I went against the flow. And that was when I really experienced true growth. When I stepped into my oneness and stood in my truth. And when I wasn't afraid to truly attract and repel for the first time. Discovering your oneness might not come instantly, but I want to help you get a clearer picture of what makes you stand out and how to better communicate that to your audience. Go to secretsaucequiz.com. I've got a little quiz for you that will help you understand and own your oneness, and it'll connect you to resources that will allow you to shine even brighter. Now, hopefully now you're smiling because you know how unique and special you are. And I want for you to truly bask in that. Now let's dig into the next biggie mindset. I'm done playing small. Like, are you? It's one of my many mantras this year, but I've got this go big mindset and it's helped me crush some massive goals already. This year I entered everything with possibility, not doubt. I said outlandish things like I'm going to do a million dollar launch or I will be featured here. or I will get asked to speak on this stage and every single thing that I've manifested has come into fruition because when I put it out there, it makes it real. But it also tells me that deep down, I know what's possible for myself. And when I open myself up to that possibility, it seems to open itself up to me. Now, that doesn't go to say that I put in a lot of hard work to make those statements come true. I've said a few things recently that deep down, I'm like, girl, are you sure you want to speak that into the universe? But the answer is yes. Like I want to claim these truths as my own. I want to shoot for the stars and I want to invite my loved ones into the experience so that they can support me. I could do an entire episode about mindset and limiting beliefs that could be standing in the way of your success. And maybe I will do an episode on those things, but let's just run through some key mindset blocks right now because mindset can impact your success. Do you tend to play the victim or do you look at other success and see it as a reflection of what's truly possible for you? Do you believe the universe is out to get you or is showing up and serving you what you need every day? Are you manifesting the good things you want in this life or are you waiting for them to happen for you? Mindset is more than just this sunny, happy-go-lucky view of your life. It's the ability to meet a roadblock and to conquer it. It's knowing that moving forward with imperfect action will get you closer to the finish line than waiting for perfection to strike. Forward is forward we have an ongoing joke in my family because we have this epic family text thread and it's filled with positivity my family approaches life from this school of thought that it is always going to work out as it should it's hilarious to see the way we celebrate one another cheer each other on and dust off the not so fun things that life throws like if I ever need a dose of positivity my family is where I go and it's totally contagious when someone reminds you that somehow it's always made sense even when it felt like it couldn't it helps ground you to stand in whatever season. And you're in and trust that there's a greater hand at play. If you don't have positive people in your life, it might be time to shift because I can tell a difference in myself when I'm around positive or negative people like perspective is everything and it is contagious. Now, I touched on this briefly. The whole abundance versus scarcity mindset shift was easily one of the bigger revelations in my career. People who live in the scarcity mindset are often living in fear, the fear of money running out or of sharing success or a true dislike of other people's wins. In their view, there's only so much of whatever it is like success or profits, and they want as big of a piece of the pie that they can get. People with a scarcity mindset covet what they do and aren't apt to cheer on their peers if they encroach or surpass their success. Now, it's really easy to get pulled into this mindset, but I urge you to cling to scarcity's more joyful, less selfish counterpart, abundance. The abundance mindset is the true belief that there is always more than enough. For example, there is more than enough money, recognition, joy, followers, success to go around. As opposed to scarcity, clinging tight to abundance will allow you to worry less, to genuinely cheer others on, and to actually attract the things that you want in an organic and natural way. I've talked a lot about mindset on this show, and I have a post at jennacutcherblog.com slash mindset that has five mindset shifts that you need to get to the next level, whatever that level might look like for you. So go check that out. Now, mindset, it's not something we can accomplish. It's something we have to choose over and over and over and over again. So keep making that choice. And now... On to my next trait, putting yourself out there trait. There's no better way to sum this one up. There is no short way of saying it, the putting yourself out there trait. You know the saying, if they build it, they will come. I'm pretty sure the modern version of that is if you build it and tell everyone about it, then they will come. Or maybe more specifically, if you build it and then tell the right people about it over and over again in a very targeted, strategic way, and you extend an invitation that they have to say yes to, then they will come. Of course, that doesn't sound as slick, but it's true. These days, with all of the noise, you need to be willing to be your own PR rep. Unless, of course, you're Beyonce and you have your own PR rep. If not, then this is all for you. Can you share what you do and who you serve? Can you put yourself out there without apologizing? Can you share your wins and accomplishments unapologetically? No one will believe in you if you don't believe in yourself. No one will invest in you if you're not willing to invest in yourself and your dreams. You have to keep showing up and sharing and marketing yourself over and over and over again. I had to giggle because the other day I got that fun on this day, Facebook memory reminder, and I clicked on it. And there I was seven years ago posting about my business and how I had just booked a wedding. And I was encouraging people to go over and follow my business page and telling dudes to call me when they were ready to propose. And man, I just went for it like unapologetically. And I love myself for that. Like I always smile because I'm like, dang girl, you just went for it. Like putting yourself out there can take on different forms. It might be showing up every day on Instagram stories, peeling back the current of your process and what real life looks like when you're creating. It might be taking a course on Pinterest so you know how to best share your message and get eyes on your offer or celebrating your wins to gently remind your people what you do and create or who it is that you serve. You can build your dream business, but it's not enough to build it and expect people to just show up. In fact, believing that is going to set you up for failure. You have to believe in it so wholeheartedly that you will never run out of breath talking about it, that you'll feel annoying because you can't shut up about it. Because trust me, if you're building your dream business, you're going to be talking about it for the next three to five to 10 to 20 years. Can you share confidently and clearly about your business for that long? All right, we did it. We made it through the five things I believe will impact your level of success. To quick recap, I think the five traits that are necessary in your journey need to include confidence, consistency, owning your oneness, mindset, and your ability to put yourself out there. While you might not have all of these down pat just yet, let these be things that you are consciously working on as you work towards your biggest dreams. I know that what you're dreaming up can make a significant impact on the world, but maybe you've been thinking, can I really make this work? While you might have the roadmap straight to success, these are still the internal factors that are going to push you into that realm of success, things that I can't teach you to possess. There will be moments when your confidence fails you or when you're scrolling Instagram and you see someone leveling up a little faster than you. Your mindset will shift as you get closer to your goal. Your discipline will undoubtedly ebb and flow. But here's the thing. If you can take your dream, your biggest goal, and press it against these five indicators of success and know in your gut that you've got what it takes, start right now. Start practicing the traits we shared today and keep inching your way towards your big God dreams. If I know anything about you, it's that you can do this. You just have to decide that and keep going for it, even when the going gets tough. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of the gold digger podcast. I'll talk to you soon.
1: Thanks for listening to the gold digger podcast.